Hey everybody, this is Ray Kozak, St. Paul Lutheran Church, Clarence Center, New York. We're going to read John chapter 8, Good News from the Gospel of John. We're going to learn about a lot about our Lord Jesus, His promises, who He is. Uh, it's, some of it's unfathomable and, it, and it's beautiful. Um, so let's pray. Gracious God, thank you for your word, for the good news that comes to us. Uh, Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for revealing us, for revealing yourself to us in this word. We pray it open our minds to understand your scriptures. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so um, I just want to show you this. Uh, if you take a look here, there's a little note that says, uh, the earliest manuscripts do not include uh, chapter 753 to 811. Um, this story of the woman caught in adultery. Although um, the, there's different families, uh, text families, and the one that the church had for many, many years called the Textus Receptus, it did, did have this, uh, this story of the woman caught in adultery here. Um, others had it, um, other text traditions have it in a different place. It does seem like it is uh, genuine, whether or not it was originally penned by John and put right here, or if it was put somewhere else, we don't know, but it is a beautiful story. Um, as I said yesterday, John 7 and 8 kind of go together, and this little blip at the beginning of chapter 8 is sort of um, uh, almost a different story, so it is likely that um, it might go somewhere else, but it is a beautiful story. So let's read it. Um, they went each to his own house, but Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery, and placing her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery. Now in the law, by the way, where's the guy? Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. So what do you say? This they said to test him, that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. And as they continued to ask him, he stood up and said to them, Let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. And once more he bent down and wrote on the ground. But when they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the older ones. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus stood up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go. And from now on, sin no more. Um, this is just pure gospel because we all stand before Jesus condemned. And uh, Jesus says, you know, don't condemn one another. Uh, John three seventeen. I love that verse. Um, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but rather that the world might be saved through him. So Jesus says, I don't condemn you. Um, however, go and sin no more. Um, go live this life following me. Um, so beautiful story here of, um, of this woman and of Jesus's grace to her. Now we know why uh, no one can, um, can condemn her and, and why Jesus won't condemn why Jesus won't condemn her, uh, even though he is the judge of the world, right? At the end of chapter 7, it says Jesus said to judge rightly. Um, and here he says don't judge. So that's something to balance. Um, we are not to judge one another, but we are to judge rightly and to speak truth. Um, we all need Jesus' mercy. And so we take our stones, let them drop, fall to the ground. We don't cast stones against one another. Um, but we do speak what is true about Jesus and about what he says to us. He says, go and sin no more. And um, on our own, can't do that. As we'll see later in this chapter, we're, we're slaves to sin. All right, moving on. Again, Jesus spoke to them. And remember, this is the Feast of Booths, and there's different elements of water and light. 
that remember the, um, the people of God as they uh, wandered in the wilderness, uh, pillar of fire by day, uh, pillar of cloud by day, pillar of fire by night, led them, and how um, God gave them water through the rock. And Paul tells us, First uh, Corinthians 12, 10, that that rock was Jesus. All right, so um, Jesus is taking these things about the Feast of Booths and saying they're really true about him. All right, so again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So the Pharisees said to him, You are bearing witness about yourself. Your testimony is not true. Jesus answered, Even if I do bear witness about myself, my testimony is true, for I know where I came from and where I am going. But you do not know where I come from or where I am going. You judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is true, for it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law is written that the testimony of two people is true. I am the one who bears witness about myself, and the Father who sent me bears witness about me. They said to him, therefore, where is your father? They're thinking like, yeah, where is Joseph? Jesus answered, you know neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. These words he spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. Remember, um, this is the same episode where they sent the, the temple police to, to go pick him up and they don't, they don't arrest him. And they come back and say, well, no one ever taught like him. Um, his hour had not yet come. So he said to them again, I am going away and you will seek me and you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. So the Jews said, Will he kill himself, since he says, Where I am going, you cannot come? He said to them, You are from below, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins. For unless you believe that I am, literally, unless you believe ego and me, you will die in your sins. All right. So he's saying, unless you believe that I am, that is, I am the Messiah, I am um, the Lord, you'll die in your sins. And so they asked this most appropriate question. They said to him, who are you? Right? That's the question everyone is asking. Jesus, who are you? Uh, are you, uh, as we said in the, saw yesterday, are you the prophet? Are you the teacher? Uh, are you the Messiah? Are you one with the Father? Who are you? Jesus said to them, just what I've been telling you from the beginning. I have much to say about you and much to judge, but he who sent me is true, and I declare to the world, what I have heard from him. They did not understand that he had been speaking to them about the Father. So Jesus said to them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am, again, literally, ego and me, um, that I am he, and that I do nothing on my own authority, but speak just as the Father has taught me. Um, this uh, lifted up the Son of Man, that's uh, code for the cross. We'll see that um, that shows up all over the place, especially in John chapter 12. Um, that it's very uh, explicitly uh, Jesus lifted up on the cross, also from John 3, um, the Son of Man be lifted up um, on, the, on the pole just like a serpent was. All right, uh, verse 29, And he who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do the things that are pleasing to him. As he was saying these things, many believed in him. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him. All right, so now Jesus is sort of talking to one group, the ones who believed in him. At the same time, others are overhearing and want to argue with him. So kind of keep that in mind. There's, there are two groups now. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide or remain or live 
in my word, you are truly my disciples. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And they answered him, We are offspring of Abraham, and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Oh, we don't know ourselves, do we, right? These, in some sense, yes, uh, they, they're not enslaved to anyone, even as, as Hebrews. Um, they weren't exactly slaves. They, um, they were indentured servants in some sense. They had to do work, um, uh, you know, public, public uh, civic projects. But, you know, they've also been carted off to Assyria, to Babylon, and, um, and God brought them back to, to the land of promise. And they're like, well, we've never been enslaved to anyone. It's like, come on, guys, of course you have. Even right now, like, who's over your shoulder? It's Rome. Uh, you are a colonized people. We don't see ourselves truly, do we? Verse 34, Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. <clears throat> so if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are offspring of Abraham. Yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I, I speak of what I've seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. Oh, okay, fighting words here. Uh, they answered him, Abraham is our father. And Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. You are doing the works your father did. And so again, they're like, well, if Abraham's not our father, who is? They said to him, we were not born of sexual immorality. We have one father, even God. Here they're accusing Jesus uh, of this rumor that um, his mother um, was impregnated you know, out of wedlock. And, um, and so they're bringing this up. We were not born of sexual immorality. That is like you, Jesus we have one Father, even God. Jesus said to them, If God were your Father, you would love me, for I came from God, and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but He sent me. Why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. You are of your Father the devil, and your will is to do your Father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, and does not speak and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my Father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets. Yet you say, if anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. By the way, I love... Um, Hebrews 2, how it talked about Jesus himself tasted death on behalf of everyone uh, to free us from uh, bondage to uh, fear of death and to, to Satan. Anyway, read that. Verse 53, are you greater than our father Abraham who died and the prophets and the, and the prophets died? Who do you make yourself out to be? 
Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say, He is our God. But you have not known Him. I know Him. If I were to say that I do not know Him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know Him, and I keep His word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. That's amazing, isn't it? Abraham had faith in this Messiah, this, this seed, uh, the specific one who would come and uh, be a blessing to the whole world. Um, so read, Abra- um, read Genesis 12 and 15 and 17 for that, those promises to Abraham. Uh, so the Jews said to him, You are not yet 50 years old, and have you seen Abraham? And Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, ego emi, that is, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. Whoo-wee! Well, they asked the right question, who, who are you? And he tells them and they don't like it. He says, I'm the one who was before Abraham. Uh, even though I'm Abraham's son, true son, um, I was before Abraham. Ego emi. Wow. So Jesus is telling us a lot about who he is here in this chapter um, to people who don't want to hear it, although there are, as, uh, as we see there, many Jews who did believe in him. So he is revealing himself to them. And so he says to them, as he says to us, abide in my word and you'll truly be my disciples. All right. Have a good day. Talk to you all later. Godspeed. Bye.